This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. All right, it is Thursday at 3.30, which I think you know what that means. It is Brian from Legit Football Time. And man, Brian, we need you in our lives more now than ever before, man. How are you today? I'm fantastic, John. Obviously, this is this is my time of year. The training camps are, are in full swing. We've got actual football I can't speak to the quality of the football that's going to go on tonight, but I don't care. Um, I'm a junkie. Put it in my veins. I'm so ready. I love it, man. I love it. And everybody getting their hashtag CCs in, in case you missed it, we are giving away a free Trent Williams jersey to whoever gets the most hashtag CCs over the next week. Uh, we got six days left. Uh, we'll be announcing next Tuesday. So uh, you only get one per show, so you can load up 30 in the chat if you want to. But uh, all the hashtag CCs, the more you get on all of the shows leading up until Tuesday, and we'll be giving away that Trent Williams jersey. Compliments of an anonymous Patreon member. I love this freaking community. Love this community. Now, if you don't know, Brian is our resident NFL guy and does a heck of a job with Legit Football. Go check it out, legitfootball.com. Free, amazing resource. I read it every morning. Um, we're going to be diving into the enemies. Uh, know your enemy. Enemy um, intel. <laughs> yes, that is exactly correct. And I, I'm pumped about this because, you know, I'm laser focused on the Niners and I try to check other things. But Brian's going to be here walking through the NFC West training camp and all the different things that we can learn about our division and what's going on. So um, let's see here. Brian, where do you want to start? Let's well, I would away. love to either get suggestions from you or from the audience because I've got notes on all three teams. Where do you guys want to start? Do you want to start at the Ooh. bottom? Do you want to start with Seattle? Do you want to go to the Super Bowl champs? Um, you guys tell me and, and we'll kind of go from there. 
you know, it's interesting because like, yeah, I relish. Okay. This is, this is a problem. This is a character flaw for sure. I relish in the demise of those that want to cross my past in a negative way. So (laughs) my vote, I want, I want, I want evil. I want bad things on the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, but we'll see what, uh, what they put up in the chat. I want to say shout out to Clayton, the man, Behind the scenes, mm. uh, taking care of everything for us, man. Appreciate you, Clayton. Glad that you were jumping on and cleaning up this show for us. Um, man, I'm pumped. I'm pumped about this. So, so unless we hear from you guys, I'm going to start with Seattle. So unless you guys have strong opinions about one of the other two teams, yeah, you, I kind of I had a feeling John would say Seahawks, so I was kind of ready. To I've, been I've been waiting. I've been waiting so let, long. This is this is your show, John. Let, let's start there for you. Um, so here's here's how we're going to do it. So one thing to keep in, in mind is. The quality of reports are going to vary depending on the team, depending on the person reporting them. So I've got more in-depth notes for some teams. Luckily, the Seahawks, I got a fair amount of, of, of interesting info here. But, for instance, we get to the Cardinals. I have some nuggets, but they're all kind of more one-liners. It's not as deep uh, as far as covering the camp. But let's start with the with the Seahawks. I'm going to go by a few different positions. If you guys have questions in the chat, a specific question that you want to know or something that I that I mentioned, please, you know, let me know. But I'm just going to kind of hit different position groups, different nuggets. And uh, John, just feel free to say what you think that means with regards to the division, with regards to uh, the 49ers. So yes, first, sir. let's start off with the most interesting tidbit uh, with the Seahawks, and that's the quarterback battle. So Pete Carroll has stated, and we've seen it based on how who's with the first team, that Geno Smith is currently in the lead. Uh, but that's not necessarily how it's going to end up. So offensive coordinator Shane Waldron was quoted, which, by the way, here's another fun fact. So Pete Carroll has COVID right now. I don't know if you guys knew that. So Pete Carroll has been out since Monday. So Shane Waldron has kind of been taking the, uh, the as far as the press conference and answering the questions. He's the offensive coordinator. He said that they, when, when pressed, well, when do you expect to make a decision for quarterback? He said, Denver. They play the Broncos week one. So basically what he's saying is they're not ready to decide on a starting quarterback until week one. Um, this thing could go all through the preseason. I think we're going to have to see how Drew Locke and Geno Smith perform actual in actual preseason action. Um, one last point that I want to get your thoughts on this, John, is while Geno has been shown, and by the way, the passing game has not been great in camp. Let's, uh, Shocker. I'm going to mention that as well. But lately, at most recent practice, Locke actually had his best practice of camp, so maybe he's getting a better grasp of the offense. Your thoughts on that tidbit? Man, I think it's crazy that you trade Russell Wilson, you get back Locke picks and some other assets, and then you don't even give the quarterback you just acquired like the first opportunity <laughs> to be the starter. Nope. Like That's great, and especially whenever it's Geno Smith. Uh, oh, what's up, Sin? Love to see you in the chat. She says that's because they're waiting on Jimmy G. And again, this is more of a testament to why you cannot release Jimmy G right now. If you're going to release him, you got to wait till the last moment. But if you did, I guarantee you it would take 15 minutes. He would have a deal worked out with the Seahawks. He'd walk up there and he'd be their quarterback for Denver, as you said. Um, it's bad. It's by far the worst quarterback situation in the NFL. I don't even think it's close. Yeah, agree. I'm trying to. Especially now Carolina got upgraded with Baker. It, it's yeah. and, and Davis Mills reports have been fantastic for him in Houston. So, yeah, it's essentially Seattle and then their number 32 as far as QB situation easily. Yeah, I love it. What's up, Steven from Australia? My man, I almost did an Australian accent, but I didn't want to offend. Uh, your, it would have been awful. A Texan-Australian accent would have been Selfishly, I'd love to hear you try, John, but I understand if you oh, don't want to do that on a live bad. show. <laughs> Philip, what's up, man? He says, are the Seahawks looking for another quarterback besides Jimmy? 
I don't think so. I, I haven't seen anything. I think that if they, hey, if, if Jimmy gets released and he falls into their lap, yes, I think they're going to be having conversations. They've already discussed it internally. We've mentioned that before on, on our newsletter. Um, but otherwise, I think they're content to just give these two a try. Geno Smith already knows the offense. He actually had a little bit of success, a surprising amount of success when filling in for Russell Wilson last year. I'm not saying that's translatable. And based on how the camp has gone for him so far, it, it has not translated. Yeah. Um, and then they st- they like Drew Locke's intangibles. Apparently, they, they were high on him in the draft coming out uh, before he was drafted by the Broncos. So, yeah, I think it's if Jimmy falls to them, sure. But otherwise, no, I think they're content to run with one of these two guys. Well- and that's bananas because how are you so content with a terrible situation? Yeah. Um, that's, I, I just don't understand. You know, I, I was either. playing around on some of the betting sites and stuff I'm on. Uh, by the way, leak this, we're going to be partnering with my bookie again this year, uh, five years in a row, which is awesome. But man, right now, Seattle is the third best odds to get the first overall pick next year. Like that's, mm. that's where they are. Yeah. And it's freaking delicious. It's delicious. And you and I have talked about when I multiple times, but I remember when we did the power ranking show, and and you and I both seem to agree that the Seahawks don't seem to think that they seem to think like if you're if you're content going into the season with Geno Smith or Drew Locke, clearly you're a little delusional. So I mean, hey, good yeah, for you, Niners fans. Now, quick question: um, How's the running back situation looking? I know last right. year Rashad Penny had some major, huge games. Right. You you draft Kenneth Walker. Uh, early in the second round, who I was really high on. He was my running back, um, two behind James Cook. How's that looking? Do you, do you have any, um, like, the rotations or anything like that? Yep, absolutely. That was the next position I was going to dive into. Uh, first, I want to say they, they've emphasized the run game a lot recently. Um, I don't know if that's just a, a – I, I haven't followed Seahawks practice so close before. I did it for you guys, so I don't know if this is normally how they do it. Obviously, we Appreciate know Carol's run heavy. Uh, oh, of course. It was, it was my pleasure. But they seem to be – moving a little bit more away from the pass game and really focusing on the run game over the past few weeks. That could just be because, so Rashad Penny had a rest day, not injury related. Uh, just they, they rested a number of their veterans, which gave Kenneth Walker and DJ Dallas a chance to shine. And so maybe they just wanted to really test them. Uh, I'll say both of them looked really good. I don't know if that's a testament to the, uh, the run defense for Seattle, which has not really been able to stop the Seahawks run offense at all, or just that eh, Kenneth Walker made some nice moves. DJ Dallas actually looked solid, uh, but as it stands now, uh, Penny is the RB1 based on the usage so far in camp. Uh, the biggest question is whether he's going to stay healthy. I think you're either going to see a decent rotation because Carroll knows Penny's injury history, or he's straight up going to get injured. So I like that you, you're high on Kenneth Walker. Uh, if you guys are in dynasty drafts, especially Walker, he's going to get opportunities this year. I think that he, yeah, Penny staying him. healthy is... Right. Not likely. Already, a, I don't a want him shot. to get hurt. He is. He has missed thirty of sixty-nine possible games. He has missed almost half of his career NFL games. Rashad Penny has. So, this is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. There's a pretty good bet. You talk about odds. There's pretty good odds that Penny is going to miss time. Even if he's not gone for the season, he'll get banged up. He'll miss a game here and there. So Kenneth Walker and DJ Dallas has looked good as well. But as it stands right now, all things considered, no injury. Penny is is slated as RB1. It's it's interesting, and I like this point from Flynn. I'd love Jimmy to go to Seattle and help them get out of the top five in the draft. That would <laughs> be amazing. That's a good way to look now, at it. Now, I'm cool with that, too, as long as it's after week two. Um, I don't want a season opener against Jimmy Garoppolo and the Seahawks. Yeah, I just don't want that. That's just no. – it makes me feel gross and yucky inside, and uh, I love Jimmy, and I want good things for him, and I don't want the Seahawks for him. I want him to go to a place where he could thrive and not play the 49ers. That's what I want. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Any other Seahawks nuggets that are standing I'm, out? I'll, I'll go through the rest of these. So wide receivers, uh, second-year wideout D. Eskridge was a kind of a speedster they drafted last year, did not really get to play because of injury. Well, he seems to have an injury again, a minor hamstring injury. He's had pads on, but he hasn't actually been going through uh, drills with the rest of the team. Uh, veteran speedster, and I believe former 49er Marquise Goodwin, uh, has actually looked yes. pretty solid. He has come on and been a nice veteran presence, but he's actually been making some plays as well. One uh, of my favorite humans in the NFL, man. Great, just great a good guy. guy. Former track guy. Just, just yeah, you love to see. We we coached. I coached against him in high school. He oh. he played in Rowlett, and uh, yeah, he totally uh, destroyed us single handedly. Oh. Super talented guy. So, yeah, he's actually been showing up um, a bit of kind of a f- nice surprise. DK Metcalf, of course, fresh off his new contract, uh, has had trouble connecting with both Geno Smith and Locke on a number of different <laughs> days in practice. Because he can only run, like, two routes. And that's, the, you know, the post, the the fade, and maybe a slant. You can throw that in there. You're going from one of the best deep ball passers in the NFL to, I don't know what you want to call Geno Smith or Locke, but – they're not average at anything. Um, now, I will say this. Drew Locke has a really good arm. Like, he can right. throw the ball. It's just not going to go where he wants it. Yeah, which kind of defeats the purpose. You could throw it at right. 200 yards. If it doesn't go towards anybody, um, then, then what's Ooh, the Oh, good question here from Kali. How is Boya Mafe looking for Seattle? You know, again, another one of the draft picks I was really high on. Right. So, he is a pass rusher. I think they're, they're high yeah, on him. Yeah, Minnesota. I have not seen him um, any any outstanding gotcha. notes about him. I know that Seattle fans are high on him, but uh, he, he hasn't been popping. Doesn't I haven't seen any negative reports, but I just think he's just kind of figuring his way out. Hasn't really been jumping off the page as far as if you want a rookie who is. Um, so out of Cincinnati cornerback, Kobe Bryant has been Gosh. the star, the star of yeah. Seattle camp on either side of the ball so far. Uh, a number of interceptions, a number of pass breakups. He has been running. He actually ran with the ones. Uh, they gave Artie Burns a rest day during this whole veteran day that I mentioned. So he was running with the ones uh, and held his own. W- wasn't as splash. He got beat a few times by both Lockett and Metcalf. But, I mean, 
you know, the, the, that, that's a that's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I remember watching all of uh, Sauce Gardner's tape, and I kept saying, man, who the heck is this guy? Because I started at the top and worked my way. I didn't know who right. Kobe Bryant was. And so, like, you know, started at the top and worked my way down. I was like, man, okay, Sauce Gardner's amazing. But this other guy, he's pretty damn good. I think he finished with a third-round grade for me. I really, really – I thought he was a clean player. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, so so far he has absolutely shined. If, if you had to pick one rookie that has just been the star, it's it's far and away has been Kobe Bryant. Um, Jamal Adams re-injured his left hand, but he's wearing a cast, and he's going to play. I didn't mean to it, laugh. I didn't mean to laugh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just organic. It was visceral. Um, so apparently he, it's not going to cause him. It has not limited him in practice, and if it is surgery that he needs, it would be after the 2022 season. So He's going to play with that the whole year, which yes. you never had to worry about interceptions with him anyway. That's but true. now, his strength. Yep. nothing, nothing. Um, Seattle secondary in general, and once again, this could be a, just a, a knock on Locke and Smith, but they have really gotten the better of the pass offense. Lots of pass breakups, lots of interceptions. Um, so, yeah, the, the secondary for Seattle has looked good. But, you know, keep in mind who's throwing the ball. Yeah. Uh, All right. Real quick yeah, before we jump to another team, I love this because I got a lot of emails on this uh, from Joe. He says, so Miami loses a first round pick next year. The NFL should give it back to the 49ers. <laughs> One. Uh, so two things. Uh, 49ers aren't getting their pick back, but that's not the pick that Miami lost. They lost right. their original pick. Correct. Um, also, that means the 49ers will be picking 63rd next year. Uh, with their first pick, if all goes well, uh, because they're going to be winning the Super Bumped Bowl. Uh, yeah. There you go. That's that was the whole thing there. Did you get that? Did you get the little slide in there? Oh, I got. Did- I got that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, quickly, as a as an NFL fan, but also as a Dolphins fan, this is uh, I, it's fully deserved, hundred percent deserved. But yeah. uh, we had two first round picks going into next season, which if Tua didn't work out, really gave us a lot of options. And now. If you guys are get what you want, our pick is going to be you know thirty two. So that is not the same situation as maybe picking thirty two and eighteen. Um, right. So yeah, but going back to the 49ers, I mean, sorry guys, that's it's not how trades work. You know, it's are you going to put Trey Lance back in the back in the bucket? So it's like I hate it for him. Mike McDaniel, man. I want him to be successful down there. I, I know yeah. the the owner of the Dolphins, you know, trash, but um, I really do like Mike McDaniel. I do. And I don't mind Tua. I don't, I, don't I, I feel like he's Jimmy G, man. That's kind of who is, he is. He's very, very similar profile. This is the year um, for Mc, uh, McDaniel. Unfortunately, this is the year too, because they, we know they want Peyton. So I hope yeah. McDaniel does well as a Dolphins fan. Uh, and obviously I hope Tua does well. I hope we're singing their praises this time next year. I like it. I like it. Now, before we jump to our next team, uh, again, I just want to bring this up because I think it's important. I share this with all of our Patreon members. We're doing an extra show every single week from this point all the way through the end of the season. And if you want that, you've got to go subscribe to Patreon, patreon.com slash 49ers Rush Podcast. We're going to be doing a live show Saturday with the 49ers Cutback guys. And, man, we've got a lot of fun stuff because they're at camp. They're giving us their firsthand experience of what's going on. That's just for Patreon members. Live show, Patreon only, and that's going to be Saturday. Um, so if you want to check that out, head over there, sign up, get that extra live show, a lot of extra content on there. I loaded a whole Kittle breakdown and a Fred Warner highlight thing. We got stuff going crazy over there. So go check that out. Patreon.com slash 49ers rush podcast. All right, let's go to the next team. Brian, who you got? So we're going to keep going from bottom to top. So we're going to talk about the Cardinals next. Now the Cardinals, I've got nuggets, but they're a little bit quicker. They're not quite as in depth as, as I was able to find for Seattle and Los Angeles. Um, so I mean, quickly, you guys probably saw this in the news, uh, DJ Humphreys, Pro Bowl left tackle. They locked him up. He negotiated his own deal 
He did not have an agent that. for this, which is I always fascinating. He said he did that because he wanted to prepare himself for a post-career uh, life in business. So very cool. Uh, Pro Bowl center Rod, Rodney Hudson decided, you know, he was my pick for the NFC West yes, All-Pro all center. That. Uh, was really close to retiring, decided he wanted to come back for at least one more season. Um, now, real quick, what I thought was yeah. interesting. Trent Williams is getting paid $24 million this year. They signed DJ Humphrey. He's getting $22 million. And Humphreys is good. Pro Bowl, he's not a bad tackle. But he's not $2 million off of Trent Williams good. No, agreed. Yeah, and I even, think it's not. Nobody is. Yeah. And <laughs> Maybe I think, Bakhtiari if he's healthy, you know. Yeah, they got a good deal on him. But I bring that up to emphasize, like, holy freaking, the 49ers stole Trent Williams in the trade. They gave up a third and a fifth round pick to get the one of the best players in the NFL and the contract that was late. Like it takes a big cap hit next year and the following year. Like he's still on a relatively cheap deal making about the same amount or costing against the cap about the same amount as DJ Humphreys. So that's mm -hmm. interesting to me, but anyway, sorry, Brian. Yeah. Well, John Lynch, good job. <laughs> um, so uh, Hollywood Brown. So a little bit spicier stuff there. Uh, first of all, he's back on the practice field after, um, he was originally cleared on the pup list. He had a, a, a non-football injury, uh, but they're going to kind of ease him back. But then the news came out that uh, I guess he got excited and decided to drive 126 miles per hour, which is considered a criminal offense uh, in the state of Arizona. He was back on the practice field yesterday. Uh, he does have a court date scheduled for August 23rd. So we're not really going to get any additional information prior to that. And the NFL is not going to do anything until they find out just how bad it is. I don't know. It's, I mean, it's, it is criminal, but it's speeding. This is kind of unprecedented. Like Henry Ruggs, the thing was, was, was an entirely different situation as far as uh, someone you – know, nobody was injured in this. Uh, there was no – as far as I have read, there's no substance involved, but it's right. just him going fast. Right. It was like at 6 in the morning. It was super early. It was like 6 or 7 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Clayton, the man behind the scenes, what hey, you got hey. for us, boss? Well, what's going on, guys? I thought I'd jump in here as an Arizona resident myself Ooh. and uh, – you know, they do take speeding here very, very seriously. Any speed you're going above 85 miles per hour in the state of Arizona is considered a felony. So unfortunately for Hollywood, he might be uh, might be in a little trouble here. But uh, that and does remain to be seen. I, I think it's interesting, too, in light of whenever you look at what happened with Henry Ruggs, right? Like mm -hmm. the NFL now has an opportunity to be a little more proactive in these things. The new CBA has new whatever the whole Deshaun Watson thing appealing yep. the, the uh, we're in new territory. I don't think right. that he'll get suspended, but I do think that it contributes to perhaps the worst off season of any team in the NFL. Uh, Arizona is just a laughing stock organization top to bottom. Um, and I, I'll continue to say this line. They traded a first round pick for a 25 year old wide receiver that almost retired. And now he's been arrested um, on a day of practice. I don't know. Yeah, it, it's rough. not looking good. And it's interesting, Clayton, you bring up that it's a felony. I knew it was criminal offense. I didn't know it was specifically a felony. The NFL might have to suspend him just to keep precedent, even yeah. though it's speeding at the end One of the day. One game or something like that. If he's convicted of a felony, they may have to do a game and a fine. Yeah. Um, and that wouldn't be the only wide receiver that would be suspended for the correct. Cardinals. And that's actually nope. what was my next point, is the fact that Hopkins already, is already out for six games if they also lose – uh, Hollywood Brown, yeah, uh, a, a, we're already kind of low on Arizona. That just makes it that much tougher. Um, Kyler has COVID. I mean, this COVID still a thing, um, but he does have symptoms. He's been out since Monday the 1st. 
Not nice. that that's a big deal. This is he's had multiple years in the offense. Obviously, he just got paid, but with so many other guys, the issues you've mentioned, John, in the offseason, I think Arizona needs all hands on deck. This is a crucial season for them. I know they re-sign uh, Steve Kime and, and Kingsbury, but I just, I'm not big, certainly not big on Kingsbury. I think if they don't make the playoffs this year, uh, we might see some changes in Arizona for sure. Yeah. I like I'll tell it. you this as well. And the people here in Bird City, they're not fans of the Cardinals either. They <laughs> they are out on Kime. They're out on... Uh, Freaking Kingsbury, they're out on the whole the whole organization. It's it's getting rough out here. I'm gonna hop off. See you guys in a little bit. Thanks, Clayton's a man, dude. He keeps the Hopping show running. The juicy tidbits, he, awesome. he's awesome, man. I love it. And uh, Sin, our resident legal expert, the 49ers rushed <laughs> legal expert. She's incredible. Uh, she's an attorney at law. Uh, he could prac. He can negotiate a plea deal down to a lower speed to avoid a felony conviction. There you go. Uh, That's so the yeah, what? That's the yeah. key because if it ends up being a misdemeanor, the the NFL doesn't have to feel the pressure to stick to the precedent. But if he's convicted on a felony, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he suspended at least a game with a fine. So thanks, Sin. That was actually very valuable. I um, love it. Keep it on with the rest of the, the Cardinals. There's not a lot here, so we'll just kind of go through. One position group still undecided is cornerback. Um, they don't have a, a solid starting cornerback line. This this came from Cliffs Kingsbury. said he wants to use Byron Murphy mostly in the slot. Last year, they were, he was playing more right outside, call. but they said that was more out of necessity than, than desire. Um, so they have not. That's the one position group when asked as far as who's starting. Um, they're definitely unsure on the cornerback position. And Isaiah Simmons, they're moving him around. But they have coined his new role the star backer. Um, so they're moving him to linebacker. They're playing him at safety, uh, getting him on the line a little bit as a rusher. They're kind of just moving him all around that defense. Uh, so to be determined if that's going to work, but just so you guys know, as Diners fans, they're, they're trying to really maximize his athletic ability at least. We'll see how that goes. I mean, I just I hate whenever teams and the Niners do this sometimes too. So uh, not just trying to be a homer here. When you get this awesome talent and you play it out of position and you just waste it. Byron Murphy was a flop his rookie year. They moved him inside his sophomore year and was awesome. And mm-hmm. then they still moved him back outside last year in his third year. And it's just like That's you've seen him be great. Let him do his job. Quit doing that. And again, I want the Cardinals. I want bad things, but. It pisses me off whenever they mess up people's career. Now Isaiah Simmons, who is just a freak talent, you've seen where he can be successful. They won't just leave him there. They just won't. Yeah. They won't leave him there. Well, I mean that comes back to coaching, and, and I've said mm-hmm. many times we don't have to reiterate that. I think this this team has been too talented. I mean, they, we saw the talent at the start of last season to just flop so badly the way they have in the second half of the season multiple times. And Kingsbury had that same reputation in college at Texas Tech. So. Yeah, I think he's on the hot seat, regardless yeah. of the of the contract that he signed. It's weird stuff, man. Anyway, I they're they're just fascinating. It's just a dumpster fire, man. Um, and, and if I don't they know don't if this start is interesting, hot, the the lack of information that I was able to find, I don't know if that's normal for Cardinals camp or if that's just unique to this year. But like I said, you're going to hear. I got a lot of nuggets on the Rams. You guys already heard I had a lot on the Seahawks. I'm already done with the Cardinals. Like I I, I had to. I didn't really find much. They're so. they're done with. It's yeah. over with. All right. Well, before we jump to our last team, just want to remind everybody you have the opportunity to come hang out with the great freaking Frank Gore in Denver. It's going to be an absolute blast. Uh, you know, we've got road trips planned for every single away game, 49ersrushroadtrip.com. Um, and again, like, you know, our parties, they're different. All of them are a little bit different. 
Um, but yeah, we're going to be in Chicago. Excited about that. We also have our tailgate in Chicago, unlimited beers and brats for just thirty bucks. Mm. Uh, don't make any money on these. Uh, <laughs> covered all the beer that we got. We got so many cases of beer and stuff. I'm excited, man. Uh, we're going to party before and after the game and just got off the phone with eric crocker earlier today he's going to be coming out and helping us uh with those events as well which is going to be awesome so party with croc wayne breezy it's going to be awesome man a lot a lot of 49ers fans getting together going to be great now speaking of not great um let's go to the Rams. <laughs> defending super bowl champions yeah. um I, I broke down a, a few individual players here and we'll start with with the big name and that's matthew stafford so you guys have probably seen uh, there's been some issues around his throat, his arm, his elbow. Arm fatigue is yeah, real. Arm fatigue is real. They and just it, got the wrong quarterback. The wrong NFC West quarterback. Uh, so he has been, they've actually been giving him days off. Apparently this was part of the plan and this was not a setback in any way. Also found out that this is something that was actually bothering him last season. Never showed up on the injury report, but apparently it's not something that is new. Um, he had to have a shot. We reported on legit football, I think about a week, week and a half ago, they had to have a shot for inflammation. Um, but then it's now it's just a matter they have a plan in place, according to Sean McVay, for getting him an X amount of reps so that they don't overdo it. But they also he acknowledged that this might creep into the regular season. Uh, John Wolford has been taking the first team reps on the days uh, that Stafford is not throwing. And I think, you know, it's interesting. Stafford's had such a crazy career, right? Uh, this is his 14th year. And it, mm-hmm. he used to be titled as like this injury prone quarterback because the first two years he got hurt. He had a back but injury, then he. Yeah. Yeah, but then he just – I think he had like eight years in a row, 16 game starts. Mm-hmm. Then he had another injury in 2019, and that was the back and, you know, retirement and all those things. Obviously, his career's taken off, but you got to understand, like, it's not like he's a young pup. He's 34 years old. He's had a lot of injuries, and they throw the ball so dang much. They throw the ball almost as much as anybody in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And so for him to – I'm sure he's going to be fine. But for all those concerns and arm fatigue BS crap that we saw about Trey Lance, Kyler Murray and Matt Stafford have had to take practices off in training camp because their arm was sore. Um, so I don't know, man. That It kind of bothers me, and nobody's even talking about it. But I guess it's because Stafford's had such a prolific career. I get that. But this could be an issue. Big Papa asking if it's part of a Super Bowl hangover because this, according to McVay, this seems to have been going on prior to the Super Bowl. I don't think it's tied right. to the Super Bowl specifically. It's just something that Stafford was dealing with, and maybe they thought, hey, we'll get through the season, rest in the offseason, it'll get better, and it hasn't. Yeah. Um, so the fact that McVay has already acknowledged it could creep into the regular season, that's noteworthy uh, because John Wolford, big drop-off from Matt Stafford at quarterback. And I think, it again, it puts into perspective, like people are like, well, what if Trey gets hurt and you got to go with Nate Sudfield? I'd probably say 30 teams in the NFL are not happy with their backup quarterback situation Mm -hmm. and i can tell you one thing brian the one place that he did not hurt his arm was at the super bowl party helping that girl up that fell off the freaking (laughs) stage whenever he turned and ran the other way and told his wife to deal with it gave gave the face Um, and then kept walked away yeah not a good look not a good look, Mr. Stafford. He did. They he did pay for medical bills though, so I he will did, throw that yeah. out there. He did the right um, thing in the end, but in first the end. reaction camera after a few drinks, yeah, not great. Yeah, there um, we go. I'll say one person that has not been affected, uh, and really the star of camp so far, Alan Robinson. Yeah, so, I keep hearing that too. Cooper Cup has been great. 
like, but Cooper Cup we already knew was great. But Allen Robinson, uh, some of the things that have been coming out of him, he's picked up the offense very quickly. He's earned praise from Stafford, from Cup, from McVay. The coaching staff is, quote, in love with Robinson, not just his ability, but compliments for his approach in meetings. Uh, he's taken a leadership role uh, with some of the younger receivers there. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't we all? Yeah. Super Bowl hangover would be wonderful thing. <laughs> um, he is, his route running, his hands, and most surprisingly, maybe his versatility. They're able to put him at different spots on the line. He's that, was, a, he's, that was a shock to me, too. Yeah, one in the red zone. Is one, he's been winning over the middle. He's won on 50-50 balls, which has always been kind of his strength. Uh, I, have, I was high on Robinson back in the Jacksonville days uh, and right when he first got to Chicago. And he has been one of my kind of breakout or, or break back players, if you want to say, for, for a year or two, bounce back players. Uh, because I just think he, he has the ability to be a top, fin, top 10, top 15 wide receiver, and he's not going to get coverage because you can't leave Cooper Cup wide open like that. You're going to see coverage shift towards him. Uh, so, yeah, if, for fantasy purposes or just as a Niners to be aware, Allen Robinson, I think, is due for a really big year. I and you know it's interesting. You look at the quarterbacks that Robinson's played for, right? Mm-hmm. Blake Bortles, Mitch Trubisky, Justin Fields as a rookie. Like yep. it, he's never been with a quality quarterback. Stafford is beyond a quality quarterback, which I hate. And it also puts into effect how did the 49ers approach free agency? They go out and their number one acquisition is an outside corner, um, whose best games are against bigger outside wide receivers and Charvarius Ward. So it, it makes sense uh, why they did what they did. But, yeah, it's 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 difficult, man. And uh, Robinson's a stud. I, I don't know what else to say. He's a stud. He, well, yeah, he's a wide receiver one who gets to play in a wide receiver two role on a very pass-happy offense and a very pass-happy head coach who calls the plays with a Super Bowl winning quarterback. It's it's a recipe for headache for Niners fans and for fantasy fans if you happen to get Robinson on your team. You're, you're looking pretty strong. I like it. I like it. So let's talk about the running back situation. Uh, so Cam Akers injured his Achilles, was out for most of last year. Surprisingly, he made it back towards the end of last year, but didn't look great. No, so he didn't. far, been splitting first team reps almost evenly with Daryl Henderson. So whether that continues and whether this is just a way to kind of ease them back, ease him back in, it remains to be seen. Uh, reporters, uh, Jordan Rodrigue, who does great stuff, who follows the Rams for the athletic said that both have actually looked explosive and healthy, both Henderson and Akers. So the fact that, Hey, Akers is looking healthy and they're still splitting reps. I think, uh, that kind of gives you an indication. This is going to be like a running back by committee, one, a one B type thing. McVeigh himself has said, quote, we've got two starting backs. Hmm. What about Kyron Williams? Uh, the Notre Dame running back rookie. I know he broke his foot like in mini camp. Is he back? I don't think he is. Is he? Uh, I saw notes that the Rams are hoping that he will kind of take over the Daryl Henderson role. Henderson is uh, on the last year of his contract. He's had some injury issues, but I haven't seen anything that he has really impressed in camp yet. Um, I'm not sure. This this report that I saw was about a week ago, so I don't know if he's really getting reps. If he is, it's not with the first team because those are all going to Akers and Henderson. Gotcha. Now, I also know they have three new starters on the offensive line. Um, Well, two new starters, and they moved one position, but – any notes on how that's nuggets, looking? Positive or negative with regards to the offensive line? It's mainly been focused on the run game. Allen Robinson, Stafford, um, a few other nuggets I have. Uh, Jalen Ramsey is on track for Week One. He had shoulder surgery in June, but he that's was right. not placed on the pup list, which is pretty telling. 
Um, I don't think he's in at practice yet, but they think he's tracking to be ready for week one. Uh, Van Jefferson recently had knee surgery. Apparently it went so well that he could be back for week one. But if he's not, and even if he is, it seems like Tutu Atwell is kind of jumping in and taking that, that third wide receiver spot. He's actually shined. He's made a number of plays. This is a guy who's blazing fast. Mm. Um, so he's currently in line for wide receiver three after Cup and Robinson. Uh, and Bobby Wagner seems to be fitting right in, making some plays, already uh, been reported to be a leader uh, on that Rams defense. He had a pick six the other day. So he's making a, a forced fumble right after that. So he's making plays. He seems to have picked up the defense quickly, and he seems to be a... a a nice addition to that Rams defense. All right, Clayton, what you got for us? I uh, just wanted to hop in here with a little Kyron Williams update. Uh, looks like he went ahead and had surgery on that broken foot. Uh, I wasn't able to find specifics on, on like a timeline, anything like that, but it's looking like he's out for at least the foreseeable future. Yeah. Probably somebody I would avoid drafting. Yeah, that would explain why I didn't, find, I didn't find any notes on him. The notes I found were, were hopeful notes from a while ago, so uh, he's not getting reps mm. in that. That's why. Thanks, Clayton. Dude, yeah. Clayton freaking dropping bombs. Coming in. I love this dude, man. Uh, I do have Kyron Williams on a very deep dynasty league, and I traded for him the next day he broke his foot. Uh, which again, it's not about me. I'm not a victim. It's fantasy football. I care about this guy's <laughs> We're career. We're all victims in but, fantasy football. Now. However, <laughs> I'm like, man, I, I really thought he was going to take a role. I liked his tape, uh, but that's okay. Uh, man, Jose, thank you, man. He says, great channel to get all the 49ers news. Keep up the awesome work. Man, I love it. Thank you, Jose. That's our goal here. And so this is something new that we've started this year because obviously I think I'm going live during the season eight times a week, every single week. That's wow. the schedule. And we're putting that out as well as schedule, recording schedule for the weeks. But we wanted to devote one episode with Brian stepping back. Yeah, obviously we're talking Niners, but – Getting to know our division because as a coach, it doesn't matter at any level, especially in the NFL, your number one goal is to win your division. Uh, you play them twice each. So that's six games out of 17 that are against these players. And even when we're not playing them, we're still scoreboard watching all those things. Oh, did the Rams lose? Oh, did the Cardinals lose to the Detroit Lions and get spanked by 20 points? Uh, like that, those are the things. And again, education provides better fan experience when things are going on. And that's what this is all about. Um, and Brian, man, you are incredible at what you do. Do you have any more Rams nuggets? I'm sure I don't, you, I that, you that that okay. wraps it up for the nuggets, but uh, if everybody has general questions or my opinion on any of this stuff. Happy to, to take this opportunity. Now, okay, well, let's talk about the game tonight, baby. Uh, and again, if more questions come in, we'll jump on there. But golly, we have football Oh. Tonight, the Hall of Fame game, and even more importantly than that, this weekend, Bryant Young, what BY, one of my favorite players of all time. Um, he's getting inducted into the Hall of Fame, which I just freaking love. And you know, every single fan base is pissed off at the Hall of Fame voters all the time, you know. And we just got word that um Roger Craig is not even a finalist for the upcoming year, which is heartbreaking and stupid. Um, but he didn't even make the the final, I think, 12 uh, Hall of Fame. But I do know this, and I, I said this right after BY got uh, elected, and Patrick Willis came out and said he's been campaigning for the older guys. They're not going to go back-to-back -back years in the Hall of Fame with a 49ers you know, legend player. I, I just didn't think Roger Craig had a shot this year, but he still should have been there. So it, it's okay to be pissed, and Patrick Willis should be in there. Roger Craig should be in there. I get those things. 
but celebrate the victories, celebrate the fact that BY is, and I'm excited about that. But yeah, so we got this game coming on here in about an hour. What what do you whenever you watch preseason games, especially this one, because we're not going to see starters too much. Are, are you just enjoying football, or is there something specific you watch for? A little bit of each. When I first start watching for the very first preseason game, it's like a drug. I just get my, <laughs> I just get my I just I just sit down. The game starts. It's just yeah. I got a snack. I got a drink. It's it's perfect. Uh, but then I'll start to pay attention to certain things. Uh, the Jaguars have a lot of new players. Etienne and Lawrence have already said are not going to be playing, which is disappointing. Etienne I get, but I would have liked to have seen Trevor Lawrence because he had such a rough year start to get some some reps, but he's not going to play. Um, so, I mean, guys like Christian Kirk, I've uh, been hearing pretty good things. Evan Ingram, are, are they going to get some reps? If they do, it'll be a series or two. But because they're on new teams, uh, because they're guys who maybe had promise, who never really saw that promise i want to kind of see how this how they're working on this doug peterson offense how they're working in a new environment um so i want to see how they do uh on the raiders side of the ball i would love to see one series with Devontae adams in there i don't know if they're gonna put they haven't josh mcdaniels hasn't said who he's playing and who he's not playing uh but it would be great to have this new look raiders offense just to get a series or two because yeah. we don't know what kind of offense McDaniel is going to be running just yet. Uh, we want to see the Adams to car connection if we can. We want to see how that offensive line looks. That's one of my biggest concerns with the Raiders. Um, and then after that, it's just like, are any guys shining? Are there any rookies who are kind of making plays and, and making their, their presence known? Are there any guys who aren't on my radar who are, who are making plays? So then I'll, I'll, that'll be kind of like the next thing I pay attention to. I like it. I, I'm just happy, man. I'm just yeah. happy to watch it and Same. excited. We've got football here. It's here to stay. We got a long time. It's going to be a great year, and we're going to keep talking with Brian on Thursdays throughout the year. So head over to legitfootball.com. Go sign up. It's free. It's incredible. It's a great source. Uh, it helps me every time. Uh, it's got to take you a lot of time to go through those, man, but you, you guys are doing a great job. Great job. Thank now, I mean, Brian. It's what we do. It's what we love. We're happy to, so. Thanks, I love it. Now, before we jump out, anything you got uh, closing remarks or anything, Brian? Uh, no, I mean, you mentioned it last or I guess the last time we were on, but I will be in Canton with you. Um, I don't know if you want to do some fun 49ers rush live together thing, but I'm telling you I'm down. Um, we can talk about that off camera. But uh, but yeah, so looking forward to that. I will be. So we'll have the show next Thursday and I'm flying out next Friday morning for the Fantasy Football Expo in Canton, Ohio. Legit Football is one of the sponsors. I'll also be participating in Draft Night Out, which John is involved in. Uh, so, yeah, and as always, uh, every Tuesday and Friday, 30 minutes of football. Uh, 49ers Faithful, I saw you in earlier. I know that that you have been on our show and have been in the chat, which is awesome. Uh, some of you others have well. And, um, yeah, it's Legit Football, man. This, I freaking love it, man. I love it. And just saw Perk jump in the chat. What's up, Perk? Uh, you caught the end of the show, man. Uh, but anyway, we got a lot of stuff going on. Want to say thank you to the man behind the scenes. Clayton absolutely killed it today. And we have two new executive producers I want to say thank you to and making all these shows happen. James Willick and 49er George. But that's going to do it for us today. And as always, stay strong, faithful. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger 
for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.